Morning, everybody. Um, I want to talk once again about perfect infinitives. So I want to explain that some verbs that we use perfect infinitive with, um, some verbs seem to use the perfect infinitive to refer to the past, whereas other verbs use perfect infinitive to refer to the future. And this is why you should never think of perfect aspect as being past. It's sometimes past, it's sometimes present, and it's sometimes future. We can use perfect in all three tenses. We can use perfect with modal verbs, and we can use perfect with infinitives as well. And so please try to remember that sometimes it refers to the past, but sometimes it refers to the future. Let me give you an example. So if we use a verb like appear, or seem, or claim, or believe, or pretend... And I want you to notice that all of those verbs seem to refer to something hypothetical, maybe. Something that's not real, yet yeah? if something appears to be the case or to have been the case, you know, it appears, it seems, or somebody claims or believes or pretends, then something may not have actually happened, yeah? I think that's very important. This is why those verbs very often use the perfect infinitive. The perfect infinitive is often used with hypothetical situations, which is why we see it in third conditional. So if we use appear or seem or claim, these verbs always seem to refer to the past when we use perfect infinitive. For example, um, he appeared uh, to have lost his key. Yeah, you're saying that it seemed to me that he had lost his key. He appeared to have lost his key. And of course, he lost the key before he appeared to have lost it. And that's why I say this one's about the past. If you say he seemed to have lost his key, it's about the past. Yeah. And if you say he claimed to have lost his key, it's certainly about the past before he claimed. Yeah, he claimed to have already lost his key. Um, he and also he is believed to have lost his key. Now that's a passive construction, but still it refers to the past. Yeah, he is believed to have lost his key. Or he pretended to have lost his key. And notice it's very hypothetical that it didn't actually happen. He didn't actually lose the key. But he pretended to have lost his key. So with those verbs, the perfect aspect seems to refer to the past. But now look at some other verbs that are very different verbs because they don't often talk about the past. We're going to talk about expect, promise, hope, need, want would like, with these verbs, we're very often projecting ourselves into the future. When you talk about what you expect, you're thinking about the future. Same about promises. Promises refer to the future. Hopes refer to the future. Needs and wants very often refer to the future. And this is why, with these verbs, you'll see the perfect infinitive used to convey information about the future. So, for example, um, I expect to have finished the project by the end of the week. Yeah. Now here, this is to have finished is certainly referring to the future. It's referring to by the end of the week. And remember that with the um, preposition by and time expression, you very often see perfect tenses. We use future perfect with by. And this is very similar to future perfect. He expected to have finished the project by the end of the week. Now, the same with promise. Yeah. If I say I promise to have it done or I promise to have uh, I promise to have visited the doctor um, 
by the end of the month, yeah? And here you're promised to have visited. Your promise is referring to the future, and to have visited is referring to the future. Okay, so expect and promise and hope, yeah? I hope to have seen him um, in, over, in the course of the next few days, or over the course of the next few day, days, I hope to have seen him. You're talking about the future, yeah? So please be aware that some verbs are referring to the future with perfect infinitive, and some verbs are referring to the past. And it is what you would expect, because expect, promise, hope, need, want, would like, they all refer to the future when you think about it. You want something in the future. You need something you hope for something in the future. Whereas when you use verbs like appear, seem, claim, believe, pretend, you are usually referring to the past. Okay? So I think that's very important with this perfect infinitive grammar. Please remember that sometimes it refers, refers to the past and sometimes it refers to the future. And one more thing I will say, just to confuse everybody and make everything far more complicated, is that after these forms, after these verbs, and after passive constructions, you don't only see perfect infinitive. You sometimes see infinitive in continuous. So you see to be doing and not to have done. So you might say something like, um, he seemed to be doing fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. He seemed to be doing fine. And you mean that at that moment he was doing fine. So you're putting it in continuous to say that he was in the middle of being fine. Yeah, he seemed to be doing fine. And so do remember that you can see the continuous infinitive as well after these forms. And just as a quick reminder, we use perfect infinitive after those verbs that I've just discussed. We also use perfect infinitive very often after passives. He is believed to have been responsible for the crime. He is rumoured to have grown up in Manchester. Yeah, um, he is known uh, to have lived in the mountains. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but notice that all of those passive constructions are referring to the past and not the future. And the passive constructions usually uh, do refer to the past. So we use it after certain verbs, after passive constructions, and also after adjectives. And here it's usually referring to the past again. So I am glad to have met him. If we comp compare that to I am glad to meet him. Yeah, I am glad to meet him is what you would say now. I am glad to meet you. It's, it's what you would say when you meet that person. But then when you talk about that meeting later uh, with one of your friends, you might say, oh, I'm really glad to have met him. He has been a lot of help over the last few years. And then you need to have met to show that it has already happened. Yeah, so after adjectives, you very often see perfect infinitive again to, uh, to demonstrate that there's a, something happened earlier in the past. Okay, so after adjectives, after certain verbs, after passives, and third conditional, but it's very rare. And so it's not the most important form. So the third conditional would be something like, to have been the first man in space would have been amazing. Yeah, and that sounds a bit of a mouthful to me. It sounds very wordy. To have been the first man in space would have been amazing. So I don't think you very often see third conditional perfect infinitive anymore. I'm glad to say. But in the other constructions, you do often use it. And you use it sometimes to convey information about the past and sometimes to convey information about the future. 
Okay, thanks everybody for listening. I hope that has made it a little bit easier to use perfect infinitive. Please try to use it in your lessons when you're uh, um, when you're speaking English with your teacher. You need to use these uh, new forms to check that you're using them correctly and to get into the habit of using them correctly. Okay, thanks everybody for listening to this morning's podcast. I will be back uh, later, well, probably tomorrow with another one. So please subscribe for more lessons.